Welcome to the Perpessence Podcast. I am your host, Brian Dusso. Today, I have something to talk about. I've talked about it before, but I feel that I have grown a little more and have a bigger perspective on intent and redesigning yourself. And using intent to do that. And what intention means. So I'm just going to jump right in. Intentions are thoughts. They're thoughts with meaning. So today is trash day. I intend to take the garbage can out to the street so it can be picked up. There's meaning behind it. You follow through with actions. And we run our daily life like this. And a lot of times, intentions are thoughts, right? A lot of times, our thoughts are very mechanical, very analytical. And they tend to be the same thoughts every day. That's because you get up, get ready for work, go to work, come home. If you have kids, take care of the kids. If you have housework or errands to do, you do that. You try to relax somehow so you can kind of be sane for work tomorrow. And you do that for 30 years. So you tend to have this endless time loop where you just it's what life is and it's who you are you're defined by your day-to-day actions which is true you are so if you keep thinking that way you're going to manifest that and follow that through actions so That's a good thing to know. And there's there's a there's ways to break that cycle. If you feel like you want to be a little bit more than that, it's a definite possibility. You just have to change the way your intentions are, your thought process. And your follow-through actions. So, if you think about the past, you create a present, and the present is the past. So there's no change. You create a predictable future, because the present predicts the possible future outcome. It's usually the same thing if you have the same thought process. The same thought process is what you think of in the past. If you keep thinking in the past, you can't heal. You can't be creative. You can't move on. You can't be spontaneous. And you can't change your thoughts and your moods or even your environment. So, how do we change that? 
well, we are creatures of habits. We are basically algorithms, just like the computers we make. That's like our biggest skill is this pattern recognition. We recognize patterns because that's how you survive. You have to know patterns to do work, to survive, to not die, to find a better way. Like you, maybe this pattern right here is good, but maybe there's a pattern that's better than that. We got to figure that out. So we recognize that and that's now the new pattern. It happens everywhere. So since we are that, the patterns, and that's our thought process, that's what defines us. How do we change that if that defines us, right? So you have to practice being in the present moment. And that is detaching yourself from the environment, from the people in the environment, the bills, the work, the stress, the everythingness around you in the environment. You have to detach from yourself as well. You do this, you're bypassing the analytical mind, the algorithms. You are in a state of mind where you are just being. And in this state, you're practicing not thinking about that feedback loop, that endless time loop. It's not happening. So what is this doing? It's creating a new habit of breaking the old habits and by doing that you can think about something when you come out of this detachment or even within it and you can ask a question or visualize what you want like I want to create a website so I can put all my content on there. Or I want to, I just want to better myself. I just want to read a book. Start simple. And you do this. And it's something you normally wouldn't do. You wouldn't normally read a book. And now you humor the idea. You ordered that book you wanted, came in the mail. And you start creating a habit of reading it every day. Now you're thinking in new ways, which makes you feel different than what you usually feel. Because you used to think in the, in the past, which brings up past emotions, what's now in the present. So you're constantly living in the past.
which means you're living in the future, what because the present is going to predict, it's going to have some impact on the future. So your present is reading this book, which is part of yourself redesigning you, redefine. Now you're thinking in a new way. So when you're in this detachment, this meditative state, you're in the quantum field. What is the quantum field? Well, I put it simple. Let's say you have a six-sided dice or die, six-sided die. And you're rolling it in your hand because you're, you're about to roll it. So while you're rolling it in your hand, the number is infinite. It is all the sides. When you roll it and it hits the table and stops, it's a number. It's not infinite. Because you took an action and that when you when you uh, break something that's the only way you can get out of that meditative state so you broke that state and you roll the number and now it's defined but when you're rolling it you say I want to get a number four and you're like really in that zone you've been practicing this and you get a number four pretty awesome but that's kind of similar to you reading that book so like in that when you're rolling in that meditative state then you're thinking about I want to read a book so I can start redesigning myself because that's what I really want to do you come out of the meditative state you have that ambition to order the book you order the book now you're reading the book Sort of similar. That's how I can kind of put it to uh, layman's terms. Um, yeah, but you have to practice this. It's not something you do once. It's something you do for a while. I would say it would take months before you start seeing small changes. And because... You're living life in real time, so you're gonna have it takes time, it's a process, and the process is what's important, not the destination. So, when you're uh, reading the book, that takes time, and then you have to reflect on it, and then you're gonna have to keep going and do something different maybe read another book, maybe learn something, maybe go on a new experience. So changing the way you think on the inside changes your whole perspective on the outside because what you see on the outside is how you feel on the inside. It's a projection. You project yourself onto a person. You project yourself into the world. It's your lens. So I've been writing down some notes from a few people I researched. And one is from a book called Spontaneous Fulfillment of Desire. 
I'll read a little section. Intention is not simply a whim. It requires attention and or also requires detachment. Once you have created the intention mindfully, you must be able to detach from the outcome and let the universe handle the details of fulfillment. If you don't, ego gets involved and clouds the process. You'll feel frustrated if your intention isn't realized soon enough. Your sense of self-importance may be threatened or perhaps you'll start feeling sorry for yourself. Intent in nature orchestrates its own fulfillment. The only thing that can interfere is domination by your own ego needs and totally selfish concerns. All right, let's talk about that. So, I mean, he's not wrong. So, what you're trying to do, what I was talking about, is having new thought processes that create new emotions, which makes you feel a different way. And what you're trying not to do is have that envy, jealousy, hate, anger. You're trying not to live like that anymore. They're going to come around. Things happen. If someone cuts you off in traffic, I mean, you're going to have a split second of anger. But it's, it's like instant, and then it goes away. It's your choice to hold on to that anger. And holding on to it is a practice. And now everything that's happening to you, you start reacting to your environment. So I say do the opposite. That you are an emotional being, but you get to choose how to have a perspective on those emotions. Learn what it is. Learn what anger is. And look within and go, why am I angry? It happened. It's over. They're gone now. It is out of my control. So let it be and continue on with my life. So, yeah, ego is a thing. And that's basically your your emotions, your your greed, your me things when you're thinking about yourself. And when you're redefining yourself, you're always you're trying to get into this this meditative state and you're trying to rebuild yourself and you're trying to be detached, which gives you those feelings of content, joy, bliss. Start seeing the funny things. Your energy, your, your just energy levels are up. They're moving faster instead of a depressed, slow state. And that's where you get all the negative feelings. So practice being in the positive state where your energy levels are moving faster. And that's when you want to make a decision. 
that's when you want to start asking questions and molding who you want to be. So, when you do become detached from your outcome, which is, which is a good thing, you should, like I said, it's the process, it's not the destination. If something, something doesn't happen, it was a try. You can't expect everything to happen on the first try. It takes lots and lots of tries. A winner is just a failure that tried again. All right, here's another one by Professor Gordon Parker. Humans have a capacity store of about 300 million pattern processors, each composed of three parts, input, pattern recognition, and output, all involving axons and dendrites. In response to a stimulus exceeding threshold, the pattern recognizer fires, in essence saying, the pattern I am responsible for is probably pe- present, which is so true. Whatever's happening right now is what you have control of, which is your perspective. So, right now, if you're feeling not whole, you're feeling Maybe, maybe lonely, maybe helpless, maybe worthless. You have control over that right now by saying, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I want to start making a change right now. That is what you do have control over. So it's pretty awesome that people are starting to bring this to the surface about these uh, patterns and how we can change our lives. Like actually philosophical and scientific. It's it's uh, It takes work too. So you have to be willing to do that. Here's another one by Tom Griffiths. Talking about picking a restaurant. Facing that decision daily, right? Explore exploit trade-off. You have to make a decision if you're going to try something new, exploring and gathering information, you might be able to use it in the future. Or, whether you're going to go to a place you already know is really good, exploiting the information you've already gathered so far. The explore-exploit trade-off shows up anytime you have to choose trying something new or going with something that you know is already pretty good. When you're deciding somewhere to eat, you should decide based on the amount of time you have. If you're pinched for time, you should exploit. Pick something you already know. If you have time, then you should explore. Try somewhere new. The value of opportunity increases. The more opportunities, you're going to have to use it again. So the explore, exploit, trade-off, which is 
everything in life. Like I want to do something today. I have a little free time. Maybe I should try something new. Instead of looking for something on Netflix that I usually do that I know it's pretty good. You know, I'll probably enjoy myself, but I'm not going to gain any new knowledge, most likely. That's what I do. I'm a big proponent of uh, experiencing new experiences, which is throwing you into different environments, which makes you think differently, react differently with different people, learning new skills, and perhaps, like, finding one of those skills and really honing those skills, and now you're exploiting those skills. Or perhaps you have something to bring to the table because you think differently. So now I have some information from Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's actually the guy that got me really redefining the way I think. Like, he's the guy that I'm not thinking how he thinks, but from his research and his work, I'm able to think the way I think instead of being a product of my environment. So here's some of his information. Thoughts are the language of the mind. Feelings are the language of the body. Thoughts create feelings which give you a dopamine hit. If you're stuck in the past, you create the feeling of the past, then you never heal and you never grow. Some person or some condition in your environment is controlling the way you're feeling in the way you're feeling and the way you're thinking. If something is outside of your control and it's controlling the way you feel and the way you think, you're a victim to your environment. When things go well, you're happy. When things aren't going well, you're sad. If you learn how to self-regulate and create more coherence in your brain and heart, then you're no longer dependent on your outer world controlling your mood. To begin, you begin to realize how you think and feel begins to produce the facts in your outer life. You're flipping the script. You believe that you are the creator of your life and less the victim of your life. To rewire the way you think is a long process of self-regulation. It's detaching from your environment to lay down new patterns in your brain. To create a new life, a new perspective, you have to think and react in a different way. When you disconnect from the outer world, the environment, you connect to the quantum field, the oneness. By doing this, the brain is no longer a record of the past. People are waiting for the environment to change who they are to make them happy. They could spend their whole lives in emptiness waiting for it to happen. But if you think and feel the way that you want, you create a I don't know what I wrote there. Which changes your environment, right? So if you if you create your own thought processes, you create your own environment. If the environment creates you, 
whatever the environment is, is going to dictate your feelings and your thoughts. And you're going to be a victim. You're like, why? You look around like, why are they having the time of their lives and I'm not? Why, why haven't I got a break yet? So the work is to maintain the modified state of mind and body your entire day. That, that bliss, that, uh, that quantum. You're going to have to maintain that state independent of your environment and the people in it. Your boss, coworkers, families, ex. If you do that, you'll see a feedback loop. And you can dictate that feedback loop. If you let the people in your lives um, uh, impact you and you get a feeling out of that, they're in control. You're not in control. So if you like have a family member that's toxic or an ex that you can't let go of that's toxic or co-workers that uh, say nasty things or just give you that look. We have a boss that's giving you a problem. Or you deal with people at your job. Like, if you let them impact you, you're not going to get away from it. So practice that that state of meditation and maintaining that thought process. I've done this at work. The way I would maintain it is, yeah, I'm doing great when I meditate and I write and I reflect and I experience new experiences and I go to work and then that's 10 hours. That's a lot of time for thinking and uh, being lost in my thoughts. So I would practice being present. I would, anytime I would get a negative thought, I would just cancel it. So like, yeah, you just start thinking things that like, it's just weird. Like, like, uh, you think of a past memory and you're like, no, that, that memory is not good. I'm not going to think about that. So yeah, I just, I tell my little voice in my head, I'm not doing, I'm not thinking about that. So that's what I would do. I try to cancel it out. And the more I cancel it out, I'm creating a habit of breaking a habit. Then all of a sudden, those patterns aren't happening anymore. It's it's insane. Here's uh, some more. Truly creating a new personal reality is overcoming your present personality. You have to get beyond the normal thinking patterns, normal urges of actions and habits to get beyond certain emotions that are residuals from the day before. Some days are like magic and everything clicks. Some days you have to work for it. The days that are the most challenging are the most rewarding. It's very true. Some days we have really good days. Some days we have to practice you know, our breathe, we have to breathe. Our, it's like someone's getting on my nerves. I need, I need to breathe. Sometimes it, this is life. Real things happen. You can't get away from everything. You can't run. Things are going to follow you. It's going to happen exactly where you're going to end up again. So instead of, 
always trying to run away, always try to, like, always try being a victim, is to flip the script and change your perspective, stand outside the box, understand, try to understand the other people, try to understand why you're feeling this way. And then you start to think, you're like, oh, that's why I felt this way. I thought that's pretty crazy. Like, for me, I'll do me myself an example. So, like, I like I have been practicing not being in control. Like, being I don't like being in control because that means you're forcing something else to be something that it's not. I am more trying to influence by showing by example, by by being the best possible version of myself. So by doing that, I create a team, a tribe of like-minded individuals. Well, perhaps not like-minded, but same energy levels. And that's what's really important because we can match frequencies. There's a magnetic field around you. Uh, I'll talk about this real quick. Like, you know how atoms bond? Like, two atoms can bond? Well, two people can bond as well. If 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 your brain is in sync with your heart, the waves, the patterns, if it's in sync and you're thinking positively, you are being the best version of yourself and someone else is right next to you and you're both vibing, you have these frequencies that are bonding, these electromagnetic fields and I believe this is how relationships should be. It could be like a romantic relationship. It could be a parent and kid. It could be a be- best friends. But that's real work. That right there is living your best lives. Experiencing new experiences and not living the victim mentality and living in the present. So, see, let's keep going. The past is the predictable future, the known, the present is the only place that is unknown. And to think new ways, to do different things. And you can't be in that feedback loop, that time loop that you've been this whole time. You have to be in the unknown. That's that experiencing new experiences, learning, improving yourself. All right, got more. The moment you start remembering problems, you start thinking in the past. Everyone of those problems has an emotional 
an emotion associated with it. If how you think and how you feel creates your state of being, that person is starting their day with their entire state of being in the past. This creates a predictable future and endless feedback loop. So how is this person going to change? They can't. When you come out of your resting state and make a decision, you say, I don't care what's in my life. I don't care what my environment is. I don't care how long it's going to take. I'm going to do this. This is when you overcome the victim mentality. Nobody changes until they change their energy. So, yeah, that's some some serious stuff right there. And that's something I really wanted to put out there, you know. There's uh you can you can basically do anything you want within reason. Like there is there is time. We can only do so much. Like I that's my thing. I want to do everything, right? But I try I'm I'm trying to stay true to my path and walk my journey and not uh make anything else my priority, make myself the priority, my journey, my purpose, my mission. That is my number one. I'm not catering to anyone else, I'm not making anyone else number one. Not my kids. Not any relationships. Not anyone I idolize. No religion. No work. No passion. It's my true beliefs, how I want to live my life, and that's my purpose, how I'm going to serve. It's a higher calling, basically. Now, everything else that is revolving around that is matching frequencies. And that's what I look for. And that's what I keep around. And it's not, I'm not like saying, oh, if I happen to have time, I'll see what I can do and put you in my schedule. You know, it's not that. It's if something's in your life and it's on the same frequency level as you, and it's right there. You're gonna want that around. It's gonna. It's everything's gonna vibrate. So, yeah, that's it for me today. I'm gonna sign off. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.